Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 25-year-old from Trail, British Columbia, Canada. His hockey journey has taken him to Canada and Wales. He's the Shed's first trail smoke eater and a champion with the Beaver Valley Nighthawks. And I've seen a couple highlights, folks. There is no doubt the guy's a gamer. Confirmed by the research team. During that playoffs, he ran amok with 29 points in 21 games. Also, a legend and captain of the Vernon Vipers, dominated U Sports, which is Canadian University folks, with the Royal Military College, an all-rookie team, rookie of the year, and had the most goals in the league with 21 and 28. And he now has a cult following with the Shed's second favorite team, the Cardiff Devils. He has every man hot and bothered, and every woman soaked in Cardiff. Welcome to the shed, Riley Brandt. Hey, thanks for having me, man. That's a good intro there. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get into how we know each other, and I guess we don't. But um, the first reason I wanted to have you on, actually, was the first game you ever played. I saw a highlight. You hit a guy. You ran full steam and hit a guy below the goal line and it was old school hockey sir loved it Uh, you know which hit i'm talking about oh yeah i do trust me i do yeah so there were no fans first or second shift there was no fans in the arena i know you don't hit like that with no fans man that's like a home game sold out barn hit i know that's my first game here so i kind of had to get myself into it a little bit i had just arrived the night before so i was pretty jet lagged and tired i was well that hit the had to get like you were very tired trust <laughs> <laughs> me i was um yeah i remembered the jet lag the fuck the next morning that'd be brutal hey eh? you wake up in the middle oh. of the night you're wide awake and then you can't fall back yeah. asleep until like 7 a.m and then you're just totally screwed when you wake up right is that what happened to you yeah, the worst thing I did was take worst thing I did was take an after when I got in. I got in about I'd say 10 a.m. that the first day and went right to the hotel, took a two hour nap and, and then you sleep the rest of the night. Then you're euchred. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember those days. I don't have to do that anymore. I just wake up at six and I feel fresh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's early right now. Um, okay. Well, that hit was very impressive. And you know what? That was the main reason why I wanted to have you in the shed was I would say that Cardiff Devils were struggling at that point. I would say they hadn't really found their identity and how hard they would work for each other. Maybe I only see little clips and highlights, but you know, I talked to a lot of people that hit that game 
shit, man. I think it turned the season around. So there you go. That's what I think. Okay. Are you there? Are you frozen? Do you even hear what I said about you? You didn't. Holy shit. You're totally frozen. We're back. We have no idea if you heard what I said about him or not, but it was too nice. So hopefully you didn't hear it. <laughs> um, other way we know each other is uh, I just saw you at a rugby game on, you know, social media. Cause that's stuff. So fun um, is you were just at a rugby game with a bunch of shed guys. Sam Duggan was there. Dicko Mac register yeah. was the horse there. Oh yeah. He was there. Yeah. That sounds fun. He was kind of sitting in. The, he was sitting on the other side though, because it was. Uh, we were all. We all had different tickets and everything like that. So there was just a few of us in each different spot throughout the whole thing. So did you enjoy going to a rugby match? Honestly, man, it was pretty cool. It was one of the coolest experiences I've had going to a live sporting event. But to say I understood what was going on is not true. Well, it does take no some idea. time, right? By the end of my time in Cardiff, I kind of had a, a handle on it, but I guess my high school had a rugby team. I didn't play on it, but we had one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there was one at my old college, but yeah, other than that, I, I never watched a game when I was there. And I was completely lost. Dougie tried to explain it to us a few times, but I mean, only could only comprehend so much mid-game, you know? I go, well, yeah, I hear you. It's like when I brought yeah. the Indian fellows from my class at Cardiff Met to a Devils game, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't understand. Line changes, nothing. So shout out to episode no. 10, Yashas Ragu Kumar, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, okay, and um, also, small world, because now that I come out to my shed at 6 a.m. and talk to guys about their lives, um, that night, I got a text from a Devils fan um, Gavin Evans, and he sent me a photo of his Chippy Lane by that night after the game, you know? So I get people oh, sending really? me their food from Chippy Lane now. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Chippy Lane? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, of course I have. Yeah. There's uh what do you go with? I mean, I've, I've been going with fellas a lot of the times, but I think it's time to switch it up. So it's You've been going with what? A little old. It's called Fellas. It's like a Donair and Fry place. Okay, but what's your order? Donair, fries? Yeah, Donair, fries, and that's pretty much it. Maybe a Pepsi or something at the end of the night. Then the boys what what, uh, what sauce are you putting on your Donairs? Oh, I get a little Chipotle on there. It's my go-to. Chipotle Always. on Donair, eh? Yeah, I like Chipotle. Yeah. I got nothing wrong with it, but I've never put it on Donair. Oh, yeah, I load it on there. Is that right? Absolutely. Oh, garlic sauce too. Maybe if I'm feeling. You are a bit of a wild man though. Yeah. Yeah. You are a bit of a wild man. I saw that body check. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed that hit though. Seriously, because hockey's changed, man. I took a little, I would watch, tried to watch a hockey game in NHL one the other night and puck gets dumped in. Evander Kane could have absolutely crushed a guy and just skated past him. And I was like, wow, that's why I hate watching this shit. <laughs> They're making millions and they won't even hit each other. But that hit, you're not making millions. And that was hockey, buddy. <laughs> Don't freeze again. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? I'm not supposed to say nice things to people in here. That's why. It's horse shit. You're frozen again. 
I mean, I'm just in his house and his wife. Hey, folks, he's back. His internet sucks, but it, mine sucked in Cardiff, too. Maybe that's a thing in Cardiff. Internet sucks there, eh? Yeah, maybe it's not good for the Canadian computers over here. It's something like that. Yeah. Definitely not my definitely not my fault. I actually think it's because I was saying too nice of things to you. So I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> um, other way we know each other then is uh let's see here. Um, I saw a couple videos of you fighting, which also kind of stopped in hockey. Um, and then I the research team got hot today. You probably haven't fought in like five years, eh? Oh yeah, I haven't fought since Back when I was 20 years old in juniors, I didn't think I had one or two in my last year there. But other than that, you can't do it in university hockey. So, right. I, uh, I haven't been, I haven't done that in a while. And to say I was tired after my uh, first fight there. Fighting's really tiring, isn't it? Oh, man. It was like the end of my shift, too, end of the game. And by the end of it, I couldn't even keep punching. And he kept hitting me. And I was just wearing him. I was like, I can't do this anymore. How many fights you got in since you've been over there? Uh, two. Two now I've gone in so far. You did all right then? Yeah, I mean, the one lost my balance in the second one pretty good. But the first one, we actually lasted quite a while, too. It was like a 30-second fight. So, no, I do enjoy it, though. It's, it's fun. It gets the boys all fired up, too. And I agree. You know, I love it's it. a big part of yeah. hockey. And, yeah, okay. We'll see if your internet cuts out if I say something nice to you again, okay? But, um, yeah, I think um, teams need someone to show each other, like, what you'll do for each other, whether it's, like, a skilled guy getting in a fight or, like, um, a fourth liner running a guy through the end wall with no fans. Exactly. Like, um, you yeah. need someone to step up and say, listen, boys, this is what we do, <laughs> right? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it all diff- always depends on how the game's going, too, you know. I mean, if, uh, if we're down by a goal or something like that, you want to get the boys on their feet. But, you know, there's always a time and place for it. And when it happens, it definitely feels good when the boys get fired up for you afterwards. Yeah, and you you won a championship in junior, didn't you? I did, I, yeah. I, I could tell by the way you play yeah. hockey. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways, moving on is the, uh, the last reason how we know each other is you are the most requested guest ever. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Oh, that is flattering. There we the go. The Cardiff yeah. Devils fans are absolutely hot and bothered with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear, man. They, well, it's because they it. say you're, it's not about like your hockey. It's about like, they say you're a really nice guy after the game and you go over and talk to all of them. And I've seen lots of pictures yeah. of your nice smile with them, right? Yeah, they enjoy the, the grin. So I try to get out there as much as I can. I get all the FaceTime as possible. Well, it's, it's, it's fun over there. And I had been to Germany for six years and you couldn't really talk to the fans. And then when you did, you yeah. realized they weren't that nice to you sometimes. So yeah. um, then you get to Wales and it's like, holy shit, these people are so nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've never experienced anything like it in Vernon. We had a good fan base, but here it's just next level. Like it's definitely uh, weird. nothing I've ever experienced before, you know? I, I don't think you will anywhere else, but <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So anyways, they like you way to go. <laughs> so where, and what are you doing now? That's one of my questions. I am just living up in Panarth right now. And just oh, fancy pants, I, eh? Panarth. You got a roommate? Uh, I actually live with uh, Franny, one of Franny's buddies on the team. Uh, one of Franny's buddies here in the house and there's another roommate downstairs that 
I think this is just a temp house for now. I mean, the housing in Cardiff has been tough to get into and me coming in, they needed like a three month lease. So those are pretty hard to get. And uh, so, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going to be happening in the next little bit here, but I mean, I'm happy with what's going on and maybe they felt like they needed some kind of spark on the team and maybe they didn't have an apartment yet, but they needed a spark and you provided that. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There you are. So, okay. So, you said you played last night. Mac get yeah, a shutout. He yeah, he did. Played it on his legs and eggs, boys. Out. Legs and eggs. <laughs> yeah, he played so good. He was a uh, dynamite in there for us last night. Who'd you play? We played Coventry. Ah, good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're a bunch of punks. Good work. Yeah, we um, lost them three nothing too not too long ago, so we returned the favor. There you go. Um, so Wednesday, this is why it's great timing. And thanks for making the time for me is Wednesday. You guys have the challenge cup final, eh? Yeah, we do. It's going to be fun. Oh yeah. They're Belfast. I mean, all the boys I've seen pictures and videos, you know, from past games and it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a cool experience that I've never really experienced before. One game kind of showdown, you know, between two of the top teams in the league and, it's going to be a lot of and fun. whoever wins is like a champion right and yeah exactly. um i that's i my year at cardiff we won that and holy moly did we have a time cardiff devils yeah. are still not allowed back in that hotel in sheffield <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine man yeah we really floored it it was a great time um but yeah so that day i took off work and i'm going to a day tournament with my boys under 11s um it's a three-on-three tournament just for fun it's not the whole squad but we're going to do that. Yeah. We got a game that ends at 2.30, I think, our time. And we are going to floor it to get back. And I'm having a watch party with my under-11 Concord and Canucks. And we're going to watch you fellas win a championship, I hope. And um, and then when our season ends, and hopefully we're the All-Ontario champions, who knows? We'll see where it goes. But at the end of my season, I'm going to have all the fellas on. And then I'm going to invite some devils on to meet my boys and they're going to have watched you guys play, you know? <laughs> oh, nice. There we go. So yeah. have some familiar faces. Thanks. Yeah. We're going to, they, so far the requests are for Sam Duggan and Mac, but uh, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll watch the challenge cup final and see if they have any other requests after the match. Yeah, there right? you go. There yeah. we go. <laughs> A little shed boost for the boys, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you said you're living in Penarth. That might change. Okay. First thoughts on Cardiff. First thoughts on Cardiff. When I first got here, I couldn't believe the city. You know, it's super beautiful. They have that one street right down there that you can walk in and they got all the stores on the side. You know, first time hopping out of the airport there and getting into a vehicle on the other side of the road there was definitely a little cool. But I mean, I I love it here so far. The weather hasn't been the greatest, but I mean, when it has, I've been able to get out and kind of see a brown card up a little bit. My parents were up here for you know, a week and a bit, and we got to go around and see like Swansea and some other stuff in the area. And, you know, it's been really cool. I've, I've enjoyed it, you know, a lot since I've been here and the town's great. So how did you end up coming? How did you end up in Cardiff? Uh, Well, I have my agent back home and I, uh, we weren't really playing much in, in Edmonton and U sports right now because it was the COVID was like booming. And, uh, I was just kind of looking for somewhere else to go. You know, I was, I had to get on with it. My year has passed. I've only played, you know, that was 10 games in three years. So I had to, uh, 
I, I'd played 10 games in those four months I was there and that's not enough. So I was like, I got to get something going here. And, you know, uh, there was an injury on the Devils and, um, you know, it just kind of happened. Bang, bang. And it was like my agent called me and said, we brought a spot for you in Cardiff. And so you didn't know anybody in Cardiff. I didn't even know Cardiff was a thing. Yeah. I didn't even know where Cardiff was. I didn't know this league at all. I hadn't heard anything right. about it. You know, uh, when I, when and, the research team got hot, I thought you had some kind of connection with Scaldi or something. Cause realistically, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but most yeah. resumes going to Cardiff have played more hockey than you. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I, uh, I haven't played any, any hockey in the last few years. Unfortunately, I had a two serious injuries and then COVID year happened. So, I mean, usually that's kind of the ends of people's careers, but you know, I love the game too much to have that happen. I know I you're a hockey to continue guy. My game and uh, yeah, it's really all I've got. So no, I was super fortunate to be able to land here. It was like I said, I found out, you know, one day and two days later, I'm on a plane flying to the UK. So. Well, that's how it happens, right? You either shit or get exactly. off the pot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, actually a fan wrote and asked, me to ask you this how did you lose your teeth it was actually pretty violent i was playing a game in juniors there's a actually have funny like you can see the video on youtube of it and uh i was standing in front of the net and a goalie took his blade and two handed me right in the face hit me right in the mouth Seriously? yeah right in the, what'd you do to the goalie i did nothing i don't know what i did just out of nowhere he hacked you in the mouth you had something if you watch the clip i mean i wasn't the great the most loved player out there they knew who goalies are a mess though aren't they yeah and i had the same uh same game set you know as i i did here kind of a little bit even more aggressive when i was playing in juniors and they uh they didn't really like me all that much so i guess they didn't like my teeth either or my smile i don't know which one (laughs) <laughs> okay i was yeah curious that's weird that he'd just do that to you i'd be pretty pissed yeah. off <laughs> but i know it wasn't fun no was so you have to still... do like a bunch of like do you have to have like surgery or anything or i guess they're just oh out? i've had i've had like 10 to 15 mouth surgeries since it's happened they tried to save some of the teeth so I, originally and then i had them all pulled out in separate times and now i'm in the process of getting dentures and yeah it's been tough Sorry for keeping you up, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I keep going. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Oh, I remember after games, I could never sleep, man. I never oh, was I able know. to sleep after games. All night. Oh, well. Sucks, eh? Exactly, exactly like that. In me. Canada, they made this stuff legal that I bet would have really helped hockey players back in the day because um, I could never sleep after games. So I'd always have a couple drinks to try and fall asleep. But they made this stuff legal in Canada that I bet would really, really help hockey players be better than oh next yeah day, right yeah yeah i know called cannabis yeah, you know oh yeah 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 you can absolutely. eat it yeah i know smoke it you can do all sorts I, uh, of stuff with it but it'll help you sleep after a game and then you wouldn't be tired and hung over the next day it's just an idea for hockey players yeah for there. sure i mean i have a couple like a couple beers or something after the game to help me settle down for sure so yeah it's kind of my way of winding down uh, you know what i've been really excited to have you in the shed because you really remind me of someone from elmira ontario <laughs> So, oh, is that right? and that's where I'm from. Yeah. You seem yeah, like an cool. absolute gamer, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, say the least. Uh, okay. So then growing up in trail British Columbia, is that where you're from or born? 
Born and raised, man. That's my whole trail. Town, yeah. How big's that? It's about seven thousand people there. That's a it. Super small town, yeah. Super small town, right in the Kootenays. There, about four hours from Kelowna, about seven from Vancouver. Um, yeah, super small town, hockey town, though, and everybody knows everybody. You go to the grocery store, you see about ten people, you know. My so uh, you are my from Elmira. <laughs> yeah, my my parents and grandparents have lived there, you know, forever too. So it's yeah. been cool. I love it there. I uh yeah so what kind of industries out there what do people do for work out there well there's a big mill right above our thing that uh our, our rink there that makes uh like different kinds of metals and whatnot yeah. and it's a worldwide mill it's called tech Kamenko. they have bases in chile all over the world you know and my that's where my dad works it employs about a thousand people at a trail um if that place wasn't there i don't believe trail would even be a thing to be honest it's almost bigger than trail. The whole mill just runs through the whole side of the town. And uh, that's, I'd say a majority of what, if you were to explain to what people did for professions there, it would definitely be working at the mill. Um, well, just so you know, I almost, I, I suck at promoting stuff and uh, remembering to say stuff, but this hockey Jersey I'm wearing right now, folks is up for raffle at aleshockeytails.com. Um, and that's to uh, give Max and Maloney a shed boost. He's battling cancer and uh, over where you are. And um, I'm raffling off this hockey jersey, this two ales and hockey tails jersey on my website, aleshockeytails.com. So he can decorate his room for when he beats this shit and gets home. He can decorate it with whatever cool stuff he wants. And uh, the other thing is I got a Elmira Shurikings jersey up for raffle. My hometown, which is a small town like Trail, British Columbia, or used to be, um, now it's getting bigger, but um, you don't know as many people in the grocery store now, but um, we're <laughs> raffling that jersey off, and folks, you're not going to embarrass me, right? You're going to go to my website, aleshockeytails.com, so when I go to an Elmira Shurikens game with a big check, um, I won't be embarrassed by the amount, right? It's not going to be 60 bucks. People are going to buy tickets for the Elmira Shurikens jersey. And then when I go out there, it's going to be at least like 70 bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, and then that'll be really cool. Cause that's for friends of hockey, which helps pay for kids hockey equipment or registration fees. So we'll get more kids cool. playing hockey because we're out here talking today. Right. <laughs> so we got to do that. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And today's episode is brought to you by keep calm careers over in your neck of the woods. Do you know that if you're shipping a parcel anywhere, they'll pick it up in 60 minutes anywhere. Really? Yeah. In the UK, in Europe, like they'll just be there in 60 minutes. I don't even know how they do that. Um, yeah. But uh, to relate it to hockey somewhat is, you know, if say Deese and Todd were like driving the equipment to the challenge cup finals in Belfast or whatever, they didn't want to pay for flying, whatever. Keep calm. Couriers would come pick up all your guys shit take it right to the arena you know and it'd be yeah. there waiting for you you know there we go Beat sharpeners sticks whatever you guys want to ship around okay keep yeah. cob couriers and look don't look now folks but there's at some point going to be like a wally 15 code like for 15 percent off your shipping needs right there you go mm -hmm. yep pretty cool so how'd you get into hockey then you've just always been a hockey guy eh 
Yeah, it's kind of been inbreded into our family. You know, there was my dad played all growing up. Did you say in, inbreded into our family? Is that, is, that, is that what you say? I don't even know what I said. I don't know. It's an early morning over here, right? It's an early morning over here, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, no, it's been in our family for as long as I can remember. I, uh, since I've been about five, five years old, four years old, um, my dad grew up playing it. Uh, it's like I said, we're in a really big hockey town. All my buddies played it growing up. So it was just kind of something that I fell into, you know, there was rink right down the street, two minutes from my house. So go down there all the time and, you know, it's just kind of what we did. It is what you do in a small town, Canada, right? That's what we do at kick card. And that's what my boys do on my under 11 team. And, uh, we're not allowed to play during March break. You ever heard of something like this? We were supposed to play Saturday. We got both teams. The other coach and his kids say, we want to play. We say, hey, we want to play. 10 a.m., book it. And then yeah. the league says, no, you're not allowed to play during March break. And it's like, well, both teams say they want to play. We have refs. We have a nice time. Why wouldn't we play? Yeah, why not? Way to go, Canada. Keep up the great work, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah, because we didn't just have like a month and a half off. We better take March break off too, right? Yeah, I'm kidding. Anyways, don't, I, sorry. I got lost there. Okay. <laughs> so what kind of uh, division is it in trails? Is it like single A? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's not very many people. So we kind of just like play. Pretty much like Elmira, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. They play, uh, you know, well, I think it's honestly changed now or is they're doing a lot of the hockey academy or the, like the academies that they have going on now too. That's where a lot of the kids are going. So but they like move away from like, home to go to schools then? Some of them do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's just kind of what the thing is now. There's tons of academies in like Penticton and Kelowna that everyone goes to. And I mean, there still is like the Bantam and PV reps and stuff like that too, where we were from. And um, it's still really good hockey. It's just single A. There's, you go to a couple tournaments a year, play some games, but um that's what I did growing up and I loved it there was uh always the same group of guys that you were playing with every year I mean it was the younger guys one year and then the older guys the next year that's exactly so what fun. we have in concurrent man we have the yeah. we have the two ages together so right now my son's the the younger age and next year he'll be the older age right and you get a few new kids in and yeah yeah you get to know a lot of people no, in town doing that <laughs> yeah no kidding it was definitely really cool um, okay. So then you get to the, oh, actually you played triple A at one point for Kootenai, right? Yeah. yeah. So what age did you start playing triple A? That's like, uh, oh gosh. Uh, I believe it would be 14 to 15. Yeah. It's your like first Bantam? year you'd be able to play. Is that bad? That's midget. It's midget. It's your first really? year midget. Yeah. It's called major midget. So. It's uh, it's like the BC League. There's teams in all over Vancouver and Okanagan. There's a team and then I am a couple teams on the island that we would travel to. And I don't know out there at all, man. I don't. I've never yeah. been out there. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. Like the our team was never that good. I don't. I don't even. I believe that Kootenai folded now. I think they're. Uh, I don't even know if they're a team anymore. Um, just because the guy, the group, you know, there's just not many people around that area that to compete. Like, they're all small towns, right? Exactly to compete with those Vancouver cities. Well, and, and then when you show up and you lose, like, yeah, ten cob, and you're like, was this? Fun? We won. 
I think we won three games the year I was there. You know, it was still a cool experience and it built my future for sure. But I mean, it was just, it was a, a lot of money and for, for my parents to pay at the time for, you know, little games to win. And, and you'd have to travel again, a lot, right? How experience. far did you say Vancouver oh, yeah. was? Seven hours? About seven hours. Yeah. Bus ride, seven uh, hours. Yeah. That was every weekend too. So actually around here, the age group for my son, for the AAA team he would have had to go to if he wanted to go AAA would be the Gray Bruce Highlanders. And uh, they just straight up don't have our age group. I don't know why, because may, like like you said, I guess you show up and get shit kicked. It's really not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you travel yeah. really far. Just go get your ass handed to you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely uh some difficult times, but to say the least, it was it was good times. Okay, so then you get to the Beaver Valley Nighthawks. What's that? That's a it's a junior B team back home. It's uh, yeah, it is like the Elmira Kings. and you won a championship, right? Yeah, we won the uh, the Western Canada Keystone Cup. So it's basically all the best teams in Western Canada that are in junior B. Yeah. Okay, here's a question for you: province. Do you feel like it takes winning to really learn how to win. Like you had to win probably what three best of sevens to get to that. Yeah. There's four best of sevens, I believe. And then straight into the final two or no four best of sevens, including the final. And then we had to go to a mini tournament to play in the, uh, the, all the best teams in British Columbia. And then we won that too. So then we went to the Keystone. So we had to win three things in order to win all of it to see. And that's exactly like what I did as a kid was in Elmira. We won the Sutherland cup and I just had on a bunch of the boys from 20 years ago and uh, winning shit, man. It, uh, yeah. Chain. Once you've won it, I feel like it, you, you, you just learn what it takes, right? Like when you get to that challenge cup game on Wednesday, I know, sir, that you are going to be ready to rock and roll. Yeah. No, I, it's definitely a, Winning is a different culture and it's a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's doing whatever it takes for like your teammates, right. And showing them like, this is what it takes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So your first year there, you got 27 points in 49 games. And then your second year you had like a point a game, eh? Yeah, I did. I, I started out in trail that year for the smoke years playing. And then I, I got cut there and went back to junior B and that was the year we ended up winning it. Right. And you ran a muck in the playoffs, 29 points in 21 games. Eh? Yeah, so you're like so first was, line winger, first penalty yeah, kill, first power play. You're the, just the guy. Eh? Our top, our top two, top two lines were exceptionally good. We had, we just had a really good team that year. You know, there was each guy should could have, arguably been playing junior a um i had really good line mates you know our first line was took off too how old so are you at this point to, 17 i find in hockey it's very rare to find late bloomers now uh but yeah um i you know just i think that as the research team gets hot is i feel like you're the type of guy that once you get comfortable in that league you're going to be putting up about I'd say 30 points a year. You're going to be fighting guys. You're going to be showing the team how to win and you're going to be an absolute legend. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. man. I hope I can stick around here uh, for sure. 
Well, you didn't cut out that time. I said something nice. That's good. Maybe I, <laughs> I was, should have said that one. <laughs> so then when you were going to the BCHL, the first year when you're in junior, you only played three games. And then the next year you played 33 games. So like what you guess, I guess you weren't that filled out. You weren't that big yet. And the way you play no, kind of yeah. have to be a little bit bigger to do that role. Right. Well, that's the thing that my first year was just me affiliating. So I was 16 years old playing a couple of games for, the smoke years like just going up back and forth from my team down in junior b i'd go up play a couple in junior a and then the second year i started the first half of the season in trail and like i said i played 30 games or whatever and then i got cut from the team mm-hmm. and then went back and played junior b so i was playing games a new coach came in that year do you and- not do you not think it's great that you got cut that year and you got to go back to junior oh, yeah. b be the man and learn how to win yeah exactly it was definitely a good for me you know it was one of the best things that ever happened to me is what i always say yeah um i agree so is it a, that big of a difference between the bchl and that junior b league oh yeah 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 it's definitely big i mean it's a stepping stone for a lot of guys you know like if once you're 16 17 you'll really only know to play one or two years there if you're looking to go on in your future um so yeah i played 16 17 and then i went on to junior a and Vernon. then after that but it was definitely, it's just like a, it's it's like a, it's kind of like a small town kind of thing. You know, like that was where we always, I always knew I wanted to play. When I was 16 years old, growing up in, in trail, knowing that I would, I would get the chance. They only took two 16 year olds. So I was competing against all my buddies for the one spot on the team. And, you know, fortunately I was able to get it, but that was just like one of the places you always wanted to play when you're growing up in trail. So did you grow up watching the smoke eaters? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Those just, are like, my just like when I watched the Elmira Sugar Kings. God, yeah, I knew I was gonna like you. <laughs> uh, okay, so why are they called the smoke eaters? There's like I said, the mill there is like they have big smoke, a lot of sacks smoke coming yeah, out. yeah, yeah. If you ever look up the 61 smoke eaters, they're uh, they actually have a trail smoke eater jersey in the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. It was uh, the 61 smoke eaters were one of the first teams to ever win the uh, world championships way back in the day. Is that There's right? a big, big story on them and stuff too. They've been around that long, eh? Oh yeah, they're they're a legendary team. If you search up Trail Smoke Eaters online, you can read for ages about it. They're one of the top jerseys in the in the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. That's what it's like, you know, known to be. And huh. it's just a really cool kind of dynamic. So then you got. grew up always wanting to play for that team. You're affiliated. Then you get cut your second year and then you run a muck in junior B. Um, so then how do you go from, I guess you get what traded out of the smoke eaters to go to, where did you go after? Yeah, no, I, I, well, like I said, I got cut that year. So they didn't own my rights anymore. So I, uh, I kind of had whatever I could do. I played good in junior B. So I kind of just had, I was able to kind of play my own cards and, so then everybody just, wanted you after that run. Yeah, to say, I mean, there were, not everybody, but a few teams for sure right. did yeah. want me. And sure. I, I just kind of wanted to experience some other stuff. You know, Vernon was a, like, was just like a, one of the top teams always growing up. And I just thought it would be super cool to, you know, go over there and experience it. And I just kind of decided their team was always really good. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go and was again one of the best things that I ever did because I played three solid years there was able to be the captain and you know it was a really good time so yeah I guess uh you were the captain in junior that'd be a good feeling as a young punk eh 
Yeah, it definitely was. It was from a small little town too, you know, moving up into Vernon, it's not as big, but, or sorry, it's not that big, but it is a lot bigger than trail. So it was Ver- Vernon really cool. is. So are you going to high school and shit there? No, I was out of high school. I, I graduate when you're 17 there. Right. So I was, I graduated when I was playing junior B and then the year after when I was 18, I went to, um, well, 17 turning 18, I went to uh, Vernon. Okay. Um, so then you go to Vernon where you guys, you there your first year and your third year, you got 11 and 12 playoff games. So what's that like second round? Yeah, we lost in our second round with Penticton Bees every single year. Mm, yeah, it's or, weird when there's one team the that could round beat you. Yeah, they were this. They were our rivals, and we like our first year. It went to Game Seven. Third year, it went to Game Seven. Second year, they had a little like a way better team. They had Tyson Jones, Dante Fabro, all those guys. So Scott Conway, who plays for Belfast, is on the team. My okay. second year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't really talked to many Giants. They're a bunch of punks, really. I don't, yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so then what's the barn like in Vernon? Beautiful and rink. It's called the Cal Tire Place. They just built it. I mean, I don't know how long before I was there, but it's like a newer looking rink. It's huge. It's, uh, I think it seats about six to 7,000 people, I'd say, 6,000 people. Well, maybe not that many. I don't really know. It's that's a quite a few. They, yeah. They have it. It's a really big. You say that's thing. a long time ago. You're only what? 25. I know. That's me, not that long ago, dude. Wait till you're my age and you're out in your shed talking about hockey. <laughs> that yeah, is a long right? time ago. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Did you? So, okay. So you guys were pretty good, but you guys weren't like a championship team basically. Oh yeah. My first and third year, if we had beaten Penticton, cause they went all the way to the final, I feel like we would have had the same. And that was a my game first seven year. We were losing. Really yeah. Game seven, we lost one, nothing my first year. And then uh, my third year, it was kind of a, like a four, two game or something like that in game seven. So did you play the trail smoke eaters when you were there? Yeah. We beat them, played them every single year, beat them in the playoffs. So my third. So that year, would have felt pretty good. eh? Oh, did it ever, man? It felt great. Yeah. I couldn't imagine I mean, my hometown I, cutting I, me and then going back and playing them with a different team and then being the captain. I would want to just, oh, <laughs> you know? It was definitely it was a cool thing when I was doing that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then all your friends would have came and watched and you'd have been like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. This team, this team cut me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So. Then after that, so you finish out your junior. Did you ever have any schools sniffing around? Yeah, I did. I had a few, you know, offers when I was 19 more so. Uh, just kind of nothing that ever really came through. I, to be honest, didn't really have the best grades, the grades that you would want to have going into an NCAA team. So I just kind of didn't really see much. My 20-year-old year, year kind of faded off a bit. And then I kind of realized that the U sports role or route might have been more realistic for me. So I went that way. Okay. So then you have to pay for school though, right? Cause you never had an OHL deal that pays for school or anything. So you're, you gotta, you gotta pay for university now, right? After junior. No, they, my university did pay for me. They were, it's a yeah. military university. So they kind of, so that's care. what I want to find. Yeah. So how do you end up at Royal military college? Yeah. Like, it was just kind of one of the teams that reached out to me and you know, they were, they, uh, 
it so was, you weren't particularly never, looking for a military school. They approached no, you and you're I like, know maybe this thing. is for me. Yeah, I didn't know a thing about the military. The coach just really wanted me to come there. And I, uh, they actually flew me down my 20-year-old year to go check out the college with the guys. And Where is it? had a game called Kingston, Ontario. Oh. And uh, they had a game. It's called the Car Harris Cup against Queen's University. And it's just this big game where both, team, both uh, school students go to the game. One car, or I mean... Uh, Queens is on one side and RMC is on the other and the fans are going crazy the whole time and so it was just like I went to that game you know got to see the nightlife after like that I just got the whole package it was super cool to go and check out so I to say the least I didn't know what I would be getting myself into um, (laughs) military wise well that's that's I I have so many questions dude (laughs) yeah Yeah. so um they obviously brought you to that one game. That's the biggest one of the year with a ton of fans. Right. And probably the other ones probably aren't like that. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I'm not talking any bad about our, right. it was one of, it was a really fun time. Like the, I, I, to be honest, our fan base, once we got there with like the students and everything who they, they started off not really coming much, but then our team started doing pretty well and they started selling beers at our games. So they started coming a little bit more and, it actually got to the point where they were actually really fun to play in front of because there would be a lot of people there every night. But then again, some nights you wouldn't get anybody. Okay. Whatever you're playing with, with your hands down there, you better be careful. Don't be playing with your tally whacker. We can, we can hear it, but I am not, I'm not. Okay. Don't play with your tally whacker yeah. down there. But so you go to military school. So yeah. like you're probably not taking business management like me. What are you taking? <laughs> no, I was in a, taking a, Oh gosh, my first year was kind of just me upgrading my courses and stuff. Like I said, I didn't really have the best grades, and it was, it's a really hard school to get into. You have to have some good grades to get into that school. Um, so and is I this to, to set up- you up to it for a life in the military? Then, yeah, yeah, it would have been five years if I sir, I would have done my four year degree. It would have I would have taken me five years because I was in upgrades my first year, and then after it would have been five years of service which all my buddies are doing now all the guys you would have been playing with and all the guys you got to know are doing five years of service yeah what yeah, do they do cool to, anything from infantry to pilots to to being on the on the sea i have guys in all different trades you know one guy just got back from a tour a few guys i believe are possibly even going out to Ukraine in the next little bit or around that area. I'm not too sure where they're going, but you know, they get to play all over the world doing different types of things. There's some badasses that I work or play for with. Sure. I saw the picture for your poster uh, that's yeah. going to be made shortly here is uh, like you, like you were like a, you had the gun, you had the outfit, you were, yeah, that you was were, kind of more. I know you play that. hockey like a warrior, but you were like a legit, Right, you were. Yeah, yeah. We that was like some. We did some X's, like some different types of uh, practices, you know. In the uh, so, how do they decide like if they're, you're going to be a pilot or you're going to do this or you're going to do that? Do they bring you into the school and then see what your talents are, or do you no? Do- you choose. You do choose three, three that you want. So infantry pilot and uh, and armored was the ones I chose, I believe. And normally, you're just going to get the one that they give to you. 
they're you know if they want if they say you can be a pilot then they might give it to you but pilots are all everybody writes down pilot when they go into the military you know because flying planes is something you want to do and um yeah i mean that was just like i got infantry and i did some things with it and yeah so what's a day like at a military school then like you're not i don't like i'm so curious i don't know my first year we will my my first they have what's called the fly off so it's first year orientation program you show up and it's the first three weeks they kind of take your phones away they you know lock you out into your rooms for however long and they you're on their schedule so you'll wake up and you'll go for a you know, 10k run or something like that, and do push-ups all day, and then march around, learn how to march, learn how to do all these different things. And for three weeks straight, it was pretty much hell week, is what they call it. it you that. have to wake up and run 10 kilometers. Oh, there, yeah, there was days we would run for I don't even know how long, just run nonstop running. And then, what? How does the hockey play into that? Then, if you've already yeah, the hockey just kind of falls into it too. You know, I practice. I, we do all that stuff in the mornings. Then I go to practice at five thirty at night and then play on the games. Yeah, it was pretty outrageous to say the least. A cool experience, though. That one that I'll never, you know. It's so. How do you? Boring. So what goes on there? That um, actually, what's the food like there? You got a cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good food. Huh. Is yeah. it, do you get to choose what you eat each day or is it one yeah, meal for everybody? Big, yeah, I know it was actually one meal each day, but like they, well, the one main meal, you know, they'd be have like maybe another one that you could choose, but they had a really good salad bar lunch. They had like, uh, so you liked it there. Know. And, um, I guess, you know, like your life could be very different now than what it is. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I had a really good group of guys and teammates out there that helped make it a lot better because it was to say the least very difficult. Like it wasn't something I can't imagine like trying to go to sleep knowing I like you'd have to wake up and run the 10 K in the morning. Like, yeah, like it wasn't 10 K every time, but like it was five. I'd say almost every morning for three weeks, we'd go run and, you know, it kind of, it was basically my whole year. I was doing a lot of stuff like that too. I was in like a year course. And so it was, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a challenge. And you would, and, and would you have been going there for the hockey, right? Like you were going there for the hockey. That's all but, I went there for. Yeah. My, and then I all of a sudden you're going to be doing five years of service and all that. I had no idea. I had no idea about any of it. <laughs> so then how do you end up leaving? You switch schools after. Yeah. Or wait, so no, I, I got more questions. You had zero games played for in 2018, 19, 20. You played two games. What yeah. happened? Yeah, my first year I had a really good year. Um, and then in the mil- in the summertime, I went to a ball hockey tournament and tore my ACL and my meniscus and my knee. In a and ball so, hockey tournament. Yeah. And so that sat me out for the whole that whole year. Um, I rehabbed, did everything, got the surgery, got everything done, rehabbed the whole year and was ready to go for the next season, played a couple preseason games. And then my second game, I came back, I tore my ACL and meniscus again, same knee. And kind of after that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So that's why I ended up leaving that college. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do any of the military stuff because I was in 
paying. And plus, I still wanted to try and keep playing hockey too, right? So I just ended up transferring. I find it very interesting that uh, you're uh, you go to a school and like that's what you're signing up for, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty crazy for sure. <laughs> uh, Western Michigan, we did a lot of running too, but that was more yeah. like just punishment than like being in the yeah. army. It felt like we were in the yeah. army, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then you switch schools to Grant McEwen University. Where's that one? Edmonton, Alberta. So that's not close to Kingston. No. How do you get there? My cousin played uh, played there, so um, they were moving up from the, their their league. It was like ACAC to uh, U Sports, so they were going into a better league. And my cousin was playing there; he loved it. And I wanted a fresher, fresh start, closer to home. Kind of just reached out to the coach and the coach kind of reached out to me and yeah, I went from there. I ended up going there. Well, that, and, I guess you know, we shouldn't, the, the, the year you have your first year in the military school there, that was probably your best year of hockey. Eh? You, you ran amok and that's in you sports. Yeah. So you're playing against all the other top schools around Ontario and you had the most goals in the league. You have a rookie of the year and yeah, so then you hurt your knee in a ball hockey tournament. Shoot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was difficult because I did, like you said, have a the best year I've ever had in my life. Yeah, and you were you're on the rise. That's actually, yeah, that's when I hurt my knee after my best year of hockey. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Third year pro, or yeah, third year pro, just won the championship yeah. of Germany, ran amok, yeah. and then she went the start of the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well then, uh, so then Grant McEwen, what, what are you taking to school now that you're not in the military? Um, I just transferred into arts degree. So I was like just doing arts degrees and whatnot. And that's where I was going from. And what were you going to do with really, your art degree? I never even cared. I just, just, <laughs> you just wanted to play, play hockey. hockey. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. a hockey player. Yeah. You are. yeah. <laughs> okay. For me. Yeah. So then when you go there though, you guys don't play at all. That no, not my year. first year. Yeah. First year it was the COVID year. So I sat out the whole year. And do you even go to school or even in classes? Oh no, I sat in trail doing it online. So and you're I, just at was, home yeah. not playing hockey. Just at home doing nothing. And my time. yeah. And then the two years before that you had a hurt knee. Yeah, I sat out the whole two years before that, too. So it was basically three years of sitting around with no hockey. Yeah. How did you get the deal in Cardiff? The agent just got it. Yeah, well, like I had. Who watched you play? Really? They hadn't really watched me play or anything. I mean, like they had watched a little bit of game tape on me and. This is just from what I've heard, you know, like I because Cardiff's not an easy team to get to. Most people want to go there. If you're going to the UK league, there's a couple teams you want to go to. Cardiff's one of them. Yeah. You hadn't played hockey. I know. Yeah. (laughs) And now you're the fan favorite. I love it. Good stuff. I I mean, like this year I played 10 games and I was able to score a couple goals and yeah, you did. I think that kind of helped out a little bit. So 
Well, I would think because right, you hadn't okay. played hockey in three years, right? So yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so this year, the start of this year, you're in university. Mm-hmm. So you're in Edmonton at the start of this year. Yeah. And you played 10 games and get seven goals. Yeah. So you standing in front on the power play doing that? Uh no, I think I was on the half wall to be honest. The half wall yeah. guy? Yeah. Over there I was, yeah. Nice. Okay. I mean, we got some studs playing it now, so different. Yeah, there's you guys have some good players. I can't wait to watch you guys play Wednesday um, with yeah. my with my team. My boys are coming to the shed. I'm gonna set this yeah. place up. I'm gonna get chairs and we're gonna watch it in here. I can't oh, wait. Cool. So yeah. can't wait to watch you play. Never watched you. Or yeah, I did. I watched you play Sheffield in the uh, semifinals. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, those are the only hockey games I like watching. And uh, anyways, what else do we got here? So 10 games played seven goals. So was your team good and you just weren't playing enough and you leave? Yeah. We kind of, they, they were a new, we're a new team to the league. And, um, you know, they, like I said, they were in a legal blow earlier, so they didn't have much youth sport experience. There was only about four guys that had actually played, including myself, any youth sport games. Um, so it was difficult to kind of get adjusted. We started off hot. We won our first two games of the season, and then we ended up only winning one the rest of the year, even after I left, I'm pretty sure too, but they, uh, they kind of struggled. I mean, like I said, it's a building program over there. It was, um, just difficult to kind of compete with, again with some of those like university of Alberta and those dynasty kind of teams, you know, that have been around for so long and. So then once you decide to leave base, basically you're probably looking at North America or the UK then like um, what were there any North American options? Uh, No, this was literally the first one and only one I really got. That was it. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was in the process of kind of going other places, but like I, I hadn't heard from anything or anything like that. And, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about this league personally, and I didn't know anything about Cardiff and yeah, kind of all worked I, out. I, yeah, I find it, I, yeah, I find it very interesting. Yeah. So, cause you had never played a pro hockey game. No. Your first yeah, game no. was that body check that I saw. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't seen anybody play hockey like that in a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, and your first pro goal, your parents were there. Did I hear that? Yeah, they were. Isn't it crazy how much shit I know from my shed? (laughs) Yeah, right? I'm kidding. So your parents were there, your first goal. Yes, they came up and no, that was one of the coolest things that I've ever experienced for sure. The fans were... So you're playing with your tally whacker again. Stop it. Sorry, I'm (laughs) I'm a fiddly guy. Yeah, I know it was super cool just having my parents up here for it and, you know, the fans were crazy that night too especially you know out there at school who are you playing um manchester oh yeah so it was really the coach is a shed guy yeah oh really Mm -hmm. yeah no it was cool yeah so how'd you score oh god i think i uh macker made a nice pass up to mcnally on the far blue line and i kind of have went in on like a partial break nails through some sauce to me coming across the middle and 
I kind of just got it and quick released it far side. Blocker? Glove. Oh. He was a lefty. Yeah. You're oh. A, oh, the goalie was a lefty. Yeah, I was kind of coming in off my off wing. Oh, you're on the off no, the, wing. Yeah, I was coming in off the left side and shot like across my body to the other side. I gotcha. Um, so I guess uh, any what's where's your favorite favorite place to eat in Cardiff? Oh, Canarth doesn't have much, eh? No. Um, you got to get out of there, man. That's for the families. It's not for you. I, uh, we got to get you downtown. Really... Let you spread your wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. To be honest, I'd say uh, there's a couple places that we've. I I've been to so many now. I can barely remember the names. Cozy Club, you know, Hub Box, and like those places in the Bay. And then there's obviously there's so many options, club. isn't there? I know it's tough to even say. Like I just, a little different than so Trail much. BC, eh? Yeah, there's one restaurant there, man. That's all you got. Yeah, Elmira's got the sip of bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here's a random question a fan asked me to ask about. <clears throat> Did your father and grandpa ever fight a mascot? I don't think so, no. My well, uh, my grandpa, he, he actually passed a few years back, but my dad was probably – there's been some games where he's gotten really rowdy up in the stands. I know that. And junior series, one time I got kicked out and he came out and screaming too. And then he, you know, getting kicked out as well. But that was just like a passionate game and like a playoff game that we were winning against been kicked in. And, you know, it was, uh, it was good times. Yeah, I don't know the why. I'm too. trying to remember who uh, wrote that to me, but they said that uh, there's some kind of story about you get, I don't know. I don't know what that's no, about. I've never heard, my, no, they've never fought a mascot. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, what else? I, the other thing I got, though, is I can't wait for Wednesday. Like, I, you know, there's certain days you can't wait for, and I can't wait to go in a tournament with my kids and then try and win. And there's no final game. It's just around Robin. So I know when it's yeah. over, and we are going to floor it back here to watch you guys hopefully – win a championship because you know you won in junior b you know what it's like you don't get to win shit every day you know yeah no definitely it's definitely a really cool experience you know especially me coming here in my first year first few months being able to compete in a game like this it's uh it's definitely gonna be an eye-opener and something i'm really looking forward to gets the juices flowing right exactly yeah yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, sure. yeah, I, I miss playing in games like that. That's what I miss yeah. about hockey. I don't miss playing regular season games. I miss playing games like what you're going to do Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing is all you got to do though, is keep calm couriers, right? That you got to keep calm during those games. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Right. Just pick up the package within 60 minutes and deliver it wherever it needs to go. Right. Oh, exactly. And I have no doubt that you guys are going to pick up the package and deliver it. Just like keep calm couriers, right? Exactly. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and this has been another episode of Zero Ales at Hockey Tales with Branter and Wally.
Some people clap on the one and three. Some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott, it's time to go.